Is there a song that's associated with <laughs> the, the movie? This is the sound of me turning my hat backwards in order to do the podcast mo thoroughly. Here, hold on. Let me, let me see if I... <laughs> there you go. That's the hair coming up and then the hat coming down. Welcome to Your Inner Child is an Idiot, the podcast where we revisit things from your childhood and crush any lingering hopes you might have that they were any good. My name's DJ. This is Damon. What? <laughs> it get... gets more sports arena like every time. Welcome to. I'm Damon. I'm going to crank the verb on it, get some verb on it. It's going to be great. The wubba wubba. Is that a thing? The wubba wubba. Yeah, definitely. Is that a thing? Yeah, you should. Yeah, you should write a blog about it. Um, <laughs> Increase the uh, wubba wubba about five <laughs> units on that one. Today we're talking about over the top. Yes, which is a movie. Mm-hmm. So far, so good. Yeah, um, I remember it also being about seventy-five to uh, one hundred and twenty minutes long. <laughs> this is a movie uh, starring Sylvester Stallone, and uh, we're going to talk about what we remember. Is anyone else in this movie? His arm. <laughs> He has a hat. Yeah. So here's what I remember: Sylvester Stallone, post Rocky. Um, yeah. He. But a, I mean, not post tru- Rocky. We're never post Rocky. Well, post- we're always we're always five years out from another Rocky I, movie. I feel like this is post first two or even three Rockies. Yeah. Okay. All this right. is peak Stallone. I think. Yeah. Or near it. Now, where does stop or my mom will shoot? <laughs> Where does that I fall think that's this? after this one? <laughs> it has to be. What about Oscar? Oh, I don't... What is that one? Is I'm he, just naming obscure Stallone movies. He plays a fish. Um, get it, Oscar. Anyway. No, uh, actually, I still don't get it. It's a kind of fish. They're the ones that have the, the sad mouth. They look like Oscar grumpy fishes? old men. They're yeah. called Oscar I'm fishes? I'm an Oscar. Yeah. You dug in deep. Maritime lore. Well, not yeah. lore. It's not like a sea Release the kraken. <laughs> Release the sad fish. <laughs> it's got kind of a sad... Look, it can destroy a city. <laughs> Listen, it's fine. <laughs> Zeus, I feel like you're over-explaining it. Can't we just use the kraken? Really, we should be talking to Poseidon about this, shouldn't we? Well, yeah. I mean, he's like the head of the, the kraken that's department. His, but I mean, department. Zeus is the one who releases... Kraken. He's the COO of right. the uh, right yeah, yeah. <laughs> of the Krakens. I think I can get my Latin teacher in here, and she can explain it to us. <laughs> so he's a truck driver. I remember that Zeus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, uh, Athena was <coughs> cracked out of a spare tire. Yeah, fully uh, formed, fully armored. You know how uh, when uh, flat tires happen on a semi, they don't just go flat. They Peel off pieces of rubber. It's One of those became Athena, yeah. mm-hmm. the god of war. Uh, she's the intellect, wisdom. Oh, who's the goddess of war? God of war. Men do war, DJ. I thought it's, um, Ares. Ares or Mars. Ares. Ares. That's what I, like, said. I said it like he's my agent. Ares. Well, now you're thinking of Entourage. I'm always thinking of Entourage because you're a heterosexual man. Bro, high five, bro. Let's get this on camera on record. Okay. Um, I just shook my head. I hope you picked that up on the. Yeah, they could hear that. It was like, it was like uh, shaking a paint can. So uh, clearly, we don't remember a ton from this. Uh, I will say, I have seen this movie. I, I think on your. When we were roommates, 
yeah putting my coffee down um when we were roommates um you told me about uh, yeah. this movie about Be- arm wrestling that i right. vaguely knew existed and i watched it but i think i was like doing something else and sort of half watching Did we watch it I think you I watched, watched it you weren't around. Oh, okay, yeah. And I was like drawing or like, thinking, I don't know, thinking doing my your, taxes. You were like, my roommate would love this if you weren't dead. <laughs> I should avenge his death after He's watching He's in Lexington. It's fine. He's He'll be fine. back on Sunday. He's fine. There's no reason to avenge anyone. <laughs> what if Batman's vengeance was so misplaced that he just, every his time. His parents were just out on a long grocery trip. They went, Fucking calm they down. They went to Barbados. Chill out. It's fine. Um, so, yeah, it's like an underground arm wrestling tournament? Yeah. And he, uh, I think, it's weird because the main His thing... His son is involved in some way? Is he? Is Red Sonia in this? Are you sure it's not Rocky V that you're thinking of? <laughs> and Rocky Balboa, the, yeah. also, aka Rocky The Six. long-awaited sequel. Long, long, and waited, I guess? <laughs> um... Someone was waiting. Sylvester. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I call him Syl. I feel, is Red Sonia in this? Brigitte Nielsen? Is she around? I gotta be honest. Is this during his marriage to Brigitte Nielsen? I don't know who that is. Okay. She once had a uh, affair with Flava Flav. I'm sorry? What? You don't know about this at all? This is all new. Where have you been? Not watching that kind of news. Brigitte Nielsen once was married to Sylvester Stallone. Hold up. Hold up. I already, already have a question. Yeah. Raising my hand like a kindergartner. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Brigitte Nielsen, who's that? I know, I recognize the name. I think it's she actress, was right? in the Conan the Barbarian movies, okay. and then she got a spinoff, maybe, of Red Sonia. Oh, okay. She's a very large Austrian, possibly, some vaguely European woman. Okay. Uh, but then she, you know, oh, wait, VH1, is, she the, is she the... She's got the crop top, the, the, blonde. the bleach blonde. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Now I know who that is. Okay. And she was on The Surreal Life on VH1 where she met Flavor Flav. Right. Flav. Okay. Now it's and all... Then they had, I didn't recognize her name. That's... Okay. It's all coming back to me. I got it. I was, Never forget Brigitte Nielsen. I don't know why I just like blanked on you. her. Like her name didn't exist in my brain associated with that person. L- let me... I'll be honest with you. Yeah. It shouldn't. Yeah. You shouldn't waste any file space <laughs> on Brigitte Nielsen. I'm not. I'm. I get. Way I know too... her because I am a gay man who watched a lot of VH1. <laughs> when VH1 was just, you know, on a roller coaster, you're going up, and then you reach that crest, and yeah. it starts you can to start go down. to feel it in your stomach. But you're but like, the roller coaster hasn't just started spiraling downward. That was the point of VH1 <laughs> when Brigitte Nielsen was like, I don't know if this is a good idea, VH1. And it's yeah. Like, and then Flavor of Love came, and you're like, oh, we got to get off this train. This is, it's over. Uh, for some reason, I saw at least, maybe it was when we were, well, that was before uh, we yeah, were Yeah, that would have been before, when uh, I was working retail, living with my parents. Very proud time I have seen way too many episodes. Like, I know that exists, and I know I've seen some episodes, which is more than zero. There was always one person on the show enough to pique your interest, like Vanilla Ice or right. the Brady, the cute Brady. Right. Vanilla Ice, the cute Brady. <laughs> right. What I'm doing is conflating them into one thing. Cool so, as ice, Peter Brady. One of the main things about this movie uh, is oh, that right. when he's struggling in, a, in an arm wrestling match, he will take his other hand, his non-arm wrestling arm because otherwise he'd be disqualified right and he'll 
put it on it and like slam down with both hands. No, he'll <laughs> he'll turn his hat backwards. Yeah, which gives him the turbo. Arm That's him hulking out. Energy, exactly. Yeah. You ever you never wearing a hat and the bill is just getting right in your way of yeah. your arm, and so you're like, I gotta get this bill out of the do way. This. Really, you should just wear a yarmulke. It's kind of like the Voltron thing. Or like a beanie. Where you're like, why don't you just start all assembled together? Right. Power Rangers, stop with the individual crap and just pop together into your Voltron ripoff. We may be only getting a glimpse of your battles. Maybe it works a lot of the time. But every battle I've seen, you're eventually going to have to eventually do that thing. Yeah. Yeah. So why don't you just start with your head backwards? Yeah. But, you know, it's that, I guess I get it. It's that thing where you're like, you know, reach up as high as you can. Okay, now reach a little further. Reach to reach your forehead, forehead. Yeah. and turn it you to your back. You can always, like, give a little more until it's just uh-huh. his. It seems like, okay, so we'll have to rewatch so like the, Rocky, but... Uh, he's it, like an anti-Samson sort of... <laughs> wait, I can't make this work. I can't. I was he trying to he grows his it. hair out... Right. He gets less... Well, that's not really how Samson worked. Nope. He was not allowed to cut his hair at all. Yeah. You know what? Let's just leave the Bible out of this for once, Damon. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I'd like to talk to you a little bit about Jesus Christ. About Jesus. Um, welcome to Jesus Talk Jesus with Damon Chad. and BJ. No one wants to hear that show. No one. I don't even want to hear that no. show. Actually, I kind of want to hear that show. Yeah, I actually do too. <laughs> we'll start a new podcast. Um, it's called Sacrilicious. <laughs> okay. So, I don't think this is going to be very good. Not to uh, disappoint anyone, but... I don't have any. I don't have high hopes for my reflections no, on this. No, because I think I remember when I was little watching this and thinking it was cheesy. Um, well, I'm just I'm time. just excited about how a. Even though I've seen it, I know for a fact I've seen it. I can't tell you one thing about it except that there's arm wrestling in it and maybe a truck, and apparently maybe Brigitte Nielsen. <laughs> Where did that right. come in? I don't know. I guess I was just associating this was probably around the time where he was still married to her. So yeah. maybe that's, you know, the thing. What a beefy couple. Yeah. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of deltoid work going on. You know, I, I bet that actually, at least for a while, worked out because, like, they have to spend at least four hours a day in the gym. Lats. A lot of lat. And they you know, are like, lat like if, you, if you were dating a guy who spent four hours in the gym, you'd immediately be like, okay, that's enough. I'd probably just leave. Right, exactly. Well, probably also he'd be like, why aren't you at the gym? And I'm like, fucking leave me alone. <laughs> you floppy girly man. Why is he dating me if he finds me sexually unappealing? Yeah. Uh, now I'm just thinking about this potential guy and I'm just getting real sad. Oh my God. <laughs> you have a fine specimen of a man. That's right. For you. Okay, so. Who is not lat rich. I don't think he would be offended if I said. He, he is we'll not, find out. He is, <laughs> He's a very slim man. Um, so we're going to watch Over the Top. Uh, it's available on Amazon, iTunes, I think. Uh, there's a lot of legitimate ways to do it. I have it, I have it on DVR. Oh, good. Yes. So we will not be paying for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, other mm-hmm. than I'm paying for cable, I guess. So. Right, I guess. So we'll be I paying, mean, we could probably work out the math paying on like that. Paying like $100 a month for yeah. it, I guess. <laughs> um, $100 a month for Over the Top rights? <laughs> worth it. <laughs> Um, but I have the right to show it in a movie theater, too, so... That's nice. Yeah. That's nice of them. Movies in the park, everybody's like, mm, I'm gonna pass. <laughs> There's so many variables with movies in the park. 
Yeah. LT invited me out to go see the Lego movie at the park. And I did like the Lego, Lego I movie. I did like the Lego yeah. movie, but I don't know if I'd like the Lego movie when I'm sweating and I have to find somewhere comfortable on the blanket to sit. Yeah. There's all this itchy grass and there's bugs around. And the worst of all, the biggest bugs of all, children. other humans. Oh, <laughs> you're gonna say children. Both large and small. Yeah. And some very large. Well, I, lo- I love going to the movies. Like, that's one of my favorite things to do as a pastime. And conceptually i like movies in the park but there was like a, an article that uh came out not too long ago or i read not too long ago that sort of calcified like i actually don't like this like things that people pretend to like or something like that was movies in the park because you're like yeah there's grass involved yeah and like i feel like i am never prepared and if you like bring a lawn chair and most people are in blankets you feel like an asshole because mm-hmm. you're like a foot and if you're in a blanket you're always around lawn chair people yeah even if they're just beside you you feel like did you ever see Andy Kaufman do a parody of late night television shows and his desk was super, so much taller than everyone yeah, else's? Yeah. That's what it feels like. You're like, <laughs> I feel really uncomfortable sitting next to you on a blanket <laughs> and you're in a chair. And the blank, and the ground is never even, the sound is never what you want it to be. Yeah. I went to see Mean Girls in the park. I think that was my last movie in the park where yeah. I, lo- I was like, no. No. I like Mean Girls. But I don't want to watch it where I'm like, what did Regina George say? Oh, yeah, I do remember that line. Thank you for retelling it to me. And then I remembered what it sounded like in the theater. <laughs> this so, is great. I'm having so much fun. There's food trucks around. There's a weird smell. Everyone's eating disgusting food. Pretty sure I'm sitting in sewage. Yeah, I, I got here at 7, but the sun isn't down, so we sort of have to wait until 8.45 until the movie actually... <laughs> this is a real... Fu- there's just too many... Vari- there's a reason that movie theaters are encased, freezing cold, and completely pitch black i will say though i okay so this is i'm just gonna start real pretentious but yes last summer when we were in monaco they you saw had, my dinner with andre they had uh no it wasn't the movie was uh begin again it wasn't a good it was like that milk toast that uh, mark ruffalo and Kira knightley movie that came out it was oh was it music yeah was it adam was, levine in it yes that was the first warning sign it was ah, fine like yeah. uh, we were hap- we were excited to see a movie at that point because right. we had you know uh, hadn't had a chance for a while and it was an outdoor cinema and it was gorgeous like there were like it was basically set up like a theater but there was it was but it was outside, outside. Uh-huh. so that was cool everybody was in a chair and you could buy like you could like up- the chairs are already set up yeah 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 uh-huh. and you could upgrade to like a nicer chair here we go VIP if you wanted we didn't capitalism but, but that was a way to, that was a good way to do it. And they like was it know, always it. there? Was it a permanent structure? It was like every every Sunday night or Monday night or something right. like that. Okay, so it was like only only once. It wasn't like operating like a regular movie theater. And sometimes they would just because they were French, they just kind of canceled it some night. So we like yeah. walk all the way up there. It was like a big hike up a up a hill if you if you walked. And uh, we walked all the way up there, and they're like we're closed. <laughs> <laughs> they're German for some reason. Um, and we're like. uh... Okay, we like were, we forever, are showing, or like no, just, we just, we just, just we wanted to show fear, and then we realized no one wants to see Mark Wahlberg being angry at Reese Witherspoon, so we just canceled. Yeah, we're like what? What? We couldn't. They didn't tell. They were just not close. We're like oh, okay. <laughs> but I, I'm glad they all came in. Right? To tell they were just they were there. I guess to tell people. I don't know what they're uh-huh. doing. But anyway, uh, we're gonna watch over the top. Oh right, that's um, right. We're going to take a quick break to watch it. Um, our break will be longer than your break because we're right, actually because we'll be watch watching a movie. A movie. But um, yeah, feel free to watch it, and uh, yeah, we'll see you. In-
three tiniest bones in my ear. The stirrup, <laughs> your anvil, the, the anvil, hammer. Mm-hmm. hammer. They're my earbuds. Hey, buds. Hey, buds. Making sure sound waves work in here. And we're back. We watched Sylvester Stallone in Over the Top. Oh, yes. O-T-T. We did. OTT, indeed. Uh, well, this was a very 80s movie. I think it was almost like freebasing 80s. It was a lot It was of like 80s. boiled down 80s. Like the 80s that would like calcify in the pot after you boiled the rest away. Like that's, <laughs> that's what we were left with with over the top. Quintessential 80s. Lot of synth, a lot of guitars with whammy bars. You've got synth and guitars. You've got Sylvester Stallone. Earnest lyrics. Uh, You've got you, a kid. Sammy Hagar singing the theme. Yeah. Uh, the score by Giorgio Moroder. Yeah. 80s. 80s, 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 80s. Um, do you want to? Do you want to take the recap? Do, do I? So, just in case you didn't watch it, uh, Dame is going to take you on a quick journey through the movie that is over the top. Go. Okay. Uh, so the movie opens with needlessly earnest uh, Ooh, spoken we're lyrics. We're on the road. We're in a truck. He's on a semi tr- in a semi truck. Yeah, not just a pickup truck, but a semi tractor trailer. Pretty badass one. Um. He uh, is driving, and we see, like, cut between a kid graduating from military school. Mm-hmm. I guess graduating. Even though he's not 18, he's, no. like, 15. The kid is 15, but I don't know how old he's supposed to be. He looks um, 10. Yeah, he looks 10, is 15, but he's graduating from school? It's very I confusing. It, I don't, there's no way he's supposed to no, be. No, like, he's not supposed to be 18, but I'm like, what are you graduating from? <laughs> What are you graduating from? What milestone have you completed? (laughs) What's that at 11 or 15? He's a SEAL. He's a Navy (laughs) SEAL. He's actually a Green Beret. So, what were you doing at 11? (laughs) Not that. You fucking son of a bitch. This kid is a hero to this country, and here you are, dragging his name to the mud! How dare you? Okay, so the kid is graduating from military school. Sylvester Stallone, we find out... Uh, drives his truck into the military school to visit the graduation, and yeah. then there's a guy who's not like, like deliveries in rear, and he's like, "I'm going to not violently." He goes calmly. No, yeah, he doesn't. <laughs> that should be specified because there will be a point where we have <laughs> to specify. Does otherwise. happen later. Um, and it turns out uh, the kid uh, is told by the uh, you know army principal, the dean, the army the, dean, <laughs> the dean, the dean colonel. Uh, your father's gonna be taking you home. I didn't mean to say that as Robert Loggia. Who's that comes also, later. Yeah, sorry. Your father's, <laughs> your father's gonna, gonna be taking you home, and the I kid we find father. out has never met his father, which is confusing in the movie because yeah. throughout the entire movie, um, I guess the kid's mother is dying of a heart thing. thing. Um, he's basically lived with his grandfather, played by Robert Loja. It's Robert Loja. Robert Loja. Um, and uh, Sylvester Stallone is a trucker yeah. and hasn't been around, but is still married to his mother, but has never met the kid. And, and the mother has been like stowing away letters, like birthday cards and letters from Sylvester Stallone to the kid. So it's how, like, how is this relationship? Or how are you? How are you not a horrible father? Here's is how the I question. read it. Just just to. I'd make it make sense in my mind. I made I like filled in the gaps in my <laughs> yeah. mind. So you have been writing over the top fan fiction I mean, for yeah. years now. Here's my first draft. So, okay, so they were married, and yes. uh, um, 
Robert Loja uh, was was her father, and he didn't like the marriage because he's a loser. He's a truck driver. Not and Robert so, Loja, but Sylvester Stallone is a loser. Right, right, right. And so he's trying to drive uh, Sly Stone away, um, but and which eventually works. Um, but he wants to, you know, keep in contact with his kid, so he writes letters all the time. Could come to visit. You do own a Could truck. you have a way of getting around? But and you um, never seem to have many loads to be carrying. Yeah, so yes. Just in this entire movie, he has one load. It did seem apparent, by the way, not to jump ahead, but there yeah. there are a lot of people, a lot of corporations who invested some money into this movie. Yeah, Brute was one Muscle of the loads. As in the the aftershave, Alka Seltzer, um, Alka Seltzer, Budweiser, Solo Flex. Was this the movie that they like invented uh, in movie <laughs> advertising for? Wait a minute, product Instead placement. Instead of inventing a company, why don't we just get someone to buy this time? Yeah. You could buy this sweaty, sweaty shirt. Yeah, so I guess for... Robert Loge just sort of drove them apart, and he left. And but I... the still doesn't explain why the wife, well, I think the I... mother, was ex- like hiding all these letters and, and cards. I think she was listening to her father saying, "Okay, he, maybe he is bad for for this family, so I'm not going to give these letters." Uh, but then on her deathbed, she decided. Well, I don't like, think it was supposed to be her deathbed. I think she was supposed to be just getting heart surgery, but she died before surgery. Oh. That's well, what I this, got from that scene. If we, if you, if that's true, this ruins my whole take. Which oh, is really? that? Which is that? On her deathbed, she changes her mind and realizes, like, no, I've kind of been an asshole too. He should be able to talk to his, and that's why he, he encourages. Sylvester Maybe Stone she to go knew pick up something that we didn't. Well, in that she, she does dying. have that, like, the thing that people that die in mad, in uh, movies have, which is like the magical everything's going to be okay power. Right. I know exactly what's perfect for everyone because I'm dying. Because I'm dying, as opposed to real life when they're like. What the fuck's gonna happen? I'm also terrified because I'm dying. Yeah. Um, okay, sorry, go on. No, sure. <laughs> I've gotten through the credits. Right. <laughs> um, anyway, the kid doesn't want to ride with his father because he doesn't know him. In fact, he asks for credentials. And of course, because he's a military school kid, he's very like um, prim and proper, doesn't seem right, but very like yeah. rudely polite. Right. He does this a lot. Can I ask you a question? And then yeah. he asks a question, which drove me insane because can I ask you a question is in fact a question. <laughs> so you should have asked permission to do that, but then how do you ask permission to ask a question to ask can a question? I, g- g- you just kind uh, of like, g- you just sort of cock your eyebrows in an inquisitive uh, way. Um, and then there's noise. a weird scene where, uh, so he finally agrees, of course, be, um, to ride in. I guess he doesn't need to agree because he's a kid. He's a minor. Yeah. He goes with too. Sylvester Stallone. But then he's like, pull over. I want to. Uh, I'm, I'm feeling sick. And then yeah. he tries to run away. He's not feeling sick at all. He tries mm-hmm. to run away. And Sylvester Stallone, like, like trying to. He, like, runs off into traffic into, on like, a, a highway. busy double four lane um, highway. And uh, Sylvester Stallone ran, runs after him and tries to grab his sleeve of his coat. And he pulls the sleeve off. But what was weird is that it was obviously just sliced off because he, like. The, the whoever the, the costume designer yeah. like would cut through this shoulder pad, so it was just like this kid's walking around <laughs> with just like part of a suit on. <laughs> um, it was just, oh, okay, <laughs> and then, then I started to think it was going to be like Dutch for the entire movie. <laughs> like this kid is like a prim proper, which little now kid. I totally want to watch. And, I, I uh, do remember and Sylvester Stallone. I did read that Sylvester Stallone only agreed to this because the director. 
kept offering him more and more money. Really? He didn't want to be in the movie and is, in fact, very unhappy with the movie. He only agreed because he was like, they're going to give me a shit ton of money and no one's going to see it. That's a direct quote from Sylvester really? Stallone. And he wrote the screenplay along but with But I guess he may have Sylvester done some screenplay touch-ups. <laughs> yeah, sycophant or something. Um, Sterling Sylphant was the other screenplay. Sterling Sylphant. Um, but... Uh, we are so the, 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 the reason I bring yet. that up is that Sylvester Stallone in this movie, like, of course, Sylvester Stallone has this famous little Sylvester Stallone drawl, uh, Adrian, that sort of stuff. But in this movie, he's like, kid, uh. it seemed like he thought they were blocking the film when they were actually filming the film <laughs> because it's just like, I guess I'll sort of just talk like this. Uh, I guess. Uh, did you get that blocked properly? No, Sylvester, I can't stress this enough. We're actually filming the movie right now. These yeah, are actually going to be. The oh, no, final we'll, cuts. We'll film it eventually. No, yeah, yeah I, I got it. Yeah. Those cameras are just letting us know where the cameras will be when we film. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> no, I can't. Those cameras are on. You can see the red light in the corner. That those cameras are on. And I'll tell filming you this. I'll tell you what. Cut. Take a nap. Come back. <laughs> and we're gonna roust you out we're of the middle of the nap real. and then do it. <laughs> um, yeah, he was just. Uh, he was just sleepwalking through this yeah. whole movie. You could barely understand him at some points, which is standard for Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. But he's it's also better talking. Than Rocky. Usually, usually he's speaking the, with his draw, but you you can hear him because he's speaking yeah. loudly. But this, he was drawling and like talking as quietly as possible. Let me correct myself. The movie is not better than Rocky. Oh no 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 no! His no, no, line no, no, delivery no, 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 no. is still better. It's than better Rocky. than Rocky Five. <laughs> uh, okay, I haven't seen Rocky Five. It's better than Rocky Six. Rocky Balboa, official name. Question mark. I don't know if it's better than Rocky. <laughs> uh, anyway, they there's it's really weird because the the kid is always constantly being won over by Sylvester Stallone, and then something happens, and he's immediately back to square one. There's like a yeah. montage of the kid like smiling and they're laughing in the truck, and then immediately the kid's back to being a prissy dick to him. Yeah, um, well, it's complicated emotions. He's only you also know. I can say prissy because I am a priss. So. Oh, is that my word? Is that not a thing that No, people... I'm sure you can say that. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I, I sometimes, You're just being careful. I, sometimes I got to update my Rolodex. I am a Pris American. <laughs> Pris American. Um, so it makes me think you're pro. It's hard to really sum up this movie because, honestly, not a lot happens. Robert Loja plays the evil grandfather. Yeah. Not Who? the evil grandfather from the Nutcracker suite, I want to stress, but just evil grandfather. Um, the evil grandfather that who's... If you look at it, well, obviously Robert Loja plays him plays him very villainesque. Well, he's very uh, Robert like, Loja, he's my son, and blah blah blah. Robert but, Loja was born with the inability to open his jaw, so yeah. let's not make fun of him. He has the head of a tangerine and the hair of George Washington. Let's also not judge him for that. Also, that's wooden. <laughs> but and he's always talking like this. But if you my look at it, if you look at it, at it written out on paper, he's totally got In a legitimate. The he's got a legitimate point, which is that. You know, he's been taking care of this kid, mm-hmm. and this guy just and drives as far as in we on know, a truck out of nowhere. He has no Sylvester, home as far right. as we he know. He doesn't even have a fucking mailing address. <laughs> like, I don't know how uh, he expects to raise him. This kid still has to go to school, be provided things. Send letters to my truck, the highway. <laughs> care of my truck. Zip code America. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> There's just like Mr. McFeely running alongside. <laughs> Got you one for you. Here you go, sir. Mr. Hawk, here you go. Telegram. Um, so, eventually, they stop at a diner at one point. The kid still has his suit arm ripped off, I want to point yeah. out. And he finds out. This guy comes up to him. What was his... Oh, fuck. Uh, this guy comes up, and he's like, Hey, are you Hawk? 
And I heard at first, are you hot? And I was like, oh no, is this, <laughs> is this like one of those gay bars? And he's like, are you Hawk? And he's like, yeah, I'm Hawk. Yeah, I'm and he's like, I'm Smasher. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And I thought, like, I thought for a minute, I'm like, we'll just call him Smasher and we'll fix it before we film it. We're going to call him something else. But he's like, I'm Smasher. And then they go, and the, apparently Hawk, Sylvester Stallone, is a big name in... The underground arm wrestling, arm wrestling league, <laughs> which I imagine is like two arms embracing. One side of the logo is blue, one side is red, just mm. like all standard sports logos. Yeah. Um, and he beats Smasher. There's apparently like a fucking official arm wrestling table in the back. Set yeah, up. they're ready for and it. And the kid, I can't tell if the kid like has a little respect for him after seeing that, but hides it, or if it's like. He still thinks he's a hustler and just a no good, yeah. no good Nick. I don't understand why. So he beats him, and then the kid's like, you hustled that guy. And then I'm like, just betting on something and then winning isn't hustling. He right. didn't pretend like he wasn't good. Oh, these old arms? These... I don't think I could do it. But maybe we could put some money on the table? He didn't like look like me, and then all of a sudden was <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. And, and then he pulled there. off his sleeve, and there's just like this pulsating <laughs> arm underneath. I don't understand how that's hustling. Yeah. Hustling is like, you know, a grift. Like he didn't... They had a competition, and he won. <laughs> Red Sox, you guys are hustling over there. Yeah. You came in here with your uniforms and everything. Maybe that's what he means. He tried really hard. You're hustling. Yeah, that's probably it. <laughs> like Charlie Hustle. Ooh, um, that, that actually applies both ways. Who's Charlie, Charlie Hustle? Hustle? Pete Rose. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was also thinking of Melanie Hustle from the 90s SNL cast. Oh, my God. Pulling it out. Wow. He was actually pointing at Melanie Hustle. You, you couldn't see her. She was in the hustling. background. You're Hustle. Um, and then they, when does the kid arm wrestling happen? Is that? Oh, and then it gets really weird because, again, well, Sylvester Stallone. Is that before not, that? That's before, right okay. before. Don't ruin it. Oh, yeah. Spoiler um, alert. By the way, spoiler alert. Spoiler for- alert for the midsection of this movie. <laughs> uh so the kid uh, is sort of being won over by his father. They, uh, we learn how Sylvester Stallone is able to keep in great shape while sitting for 18 hours a day. Yeah, he has a little weight machine a in his system. truck. Yeah, yeah. Um, His legs look like noodles, but his arms are totally ripped. Um, <laughs> he uses, and the kid sort of is won over. Are still good. <laughs> and tense and, and release. <laughs> um, the kid like starts to be won over, and then Sylvester Stallone, like after winning over this kid, does something completely inexplicable, which is like, I will say, hustles some like seventeen-year-old kid who's yeah. like ripped for a seventeen-year-old. Yeah. Um, like who's playing pinball? He's like, "Hey, this kid could beat you," and pointing at his son. And the kid's like, "No, he's just joking. Let's get out of here, Dad." And he like forces like it's a very weirdly bullying yeah. moment. Yeah. Um, and the kid loses. Nice. Sorry, I just belched <laughs> into the. We had some pepperoni pizza while we were watching the show. Um, Best way to watch this movie is with a pizza <laughs> while staring at a pizza <laughs> because you don't want to watch the movie. What character development? <laughs> Um, eventually, yeah, and the kid runs away crying and then, like, oh, loses all respect for Sylvester Stallone. But then Sylvester Stallone teaches him the trick. Do you want to know what the trick is, DJ? Is it under the bottom? No. Is but it? I've seen that movie, too. It's a lot different. <laughs> um, this one, uh, you know, the standard pose you have when you're doing the arm wrestling, you got your fingers on the side. Now, what Sylvester Stallone does when he feels like he needs to rally, yeah. he pulls those fingers over, over the top of the, the fist. Top. And then 
slams down, bam! And that's what he teaches the kid. Now, what I was amazed by is that no one seems to have picked up on this. Right. Throughout all of his arm wrestling history, that this is his trick. And that they just, while he's adjusting his arm position, they just stay. Yeah, they They don't break his thumb since all the weight is on the (laughs) thumb now. Uh... Anyway, he teaches that, and the kid wins against this other kid, and then like that kid's like humiliated, and I'm like, "What have we learned here? We've yeah. humiliated actually both kids, if you, if a you, perfect stranger. If you lose, you can still be a winner. Yeah, that's uh, what you learn. The life, life ain't gonna meet you halfway. You just got. This is the worst alone impression I've ever. He tried. Life ain't gonna meet you. Yeah, I'm life, doing Elvis. Life ain't I gonna think, meet you halfway. You know, you gotta, you gotta really go over the top. You do got. <laughs> I will say, you know, he tried. He tried to put a lesson in there of, of you know, like, yeah. you know, get up and dust yourself off. And, Pull you yourself know, like, up by your bootstraps. Yeah, stuff that you're, you know, I guess works in real life. But uh, it was a little forced because you created the scenario. I feel like... Yeah, you invented... From a, from a screenplay scenario, they could have created any number of scenarios where... You know, he like Smasher's son could have walked in and said, right. I want to fight you for the respect of my dad. Right, exactly. Yeah. Which actually would have made more sense, even though it makes no sense. <laughs> I mean, this movie doesn't make any sense. No. Um, eventually, so this is another weird thing. So now Robert Loja is wanting to get custody of the kid. And um, that's my grandson. And of course, he's got enemies on the arm wrestling circuit. But I don't think they're real enemies. They're not real threats. They just After like they finish, him. they're all like, all right. Yeah. Alright, that was a good match, even though I was completely threatening to you throughout this whole thing. Yeah. So after the kid feels great after beating some stranger who was just playing pinball and minding his own business, um, they could have at least made the kid like like make fun of him and then it's like, let's beat him. But instead it's just like let's pull some strange kid. The kid just like who's minding his own business. Yeah. Like that's the only thing he did wrong. Bastard. Let's get him. And was like bigger than him. Anyway, so Now that Mike, uh, the kid Mike, is on a high after Mike making his hawk, we learned it's a joke in the screenplay that if you put his name together, which is never said in the movie, yeah. but his name would be Mike Hawk, Mike Hawk, Mike Hawk. Hilarious joke. They should. They were originally hunts, but the uh, <laughs> the uh, the ratings board would not allow that. Oh boy. Um, so he gets kidnapped inexplicably all of a sudden. Yeah. While uh, do we Sylvester ever figure Stallone, out who did that? Yes, that's Robert Loja's people. Oh, it was okay. Okay. Um, Robert Loja sent some people to kidnap the child. He's immediately retrieved by Sylvester Stallone. He beats the shit out of some people, um, and then ta-da! But he wrecks what his truck. Next? That's important. Yeah. Like- but sort of wrecks. Yeah, dings up his truck. But his truck still takes a beating. Yeah. And then I guess what happens next is that when they go to visit mom in the hospital. Yes, yes. And this is why I think there's a heart surgery thing rather than a heart... Um, Because they're going to visit her, uh, and he says, you know, she's in in line for heart surgery. She's in line for heart surgery. And they all, like, uh, this is the most unprofessional hospital I've ever seen in my life. The worst. Because he's coming in, and they all just look at him, which also happened at the school, which was weird. Everybody just, like, kind of looks at him. There are a lot of scenes of Sylvester Stallone coming in, maybe looking a little underdressed, but still trying. Like, has a tie on or suspenders or whatever. And everyone's just like, who's this guy with muscles? Yeah. And then Um, in the hospital, he comes in. Although I will say, to his credit, this is not the hottest Sylvester Stallone is, but second hot. This is the silver age of Sylvester Stallone hotness. He's looking pretty good. Yeah. 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 You got uh, the original First Blood, that's hottest Sylvester Stallone. And then you get this, where he gets a little tan and a little... 
gnarly looking. And then, yeah. and then the, this is Silver Age. And then we're in, I don't know, Iron Age? Sylvester <laughs> Stallone? He just looks like a piece of ham with a we're lip in, curl on we're it. We're in like Silicone Age where like, he's what like is being that? rebuilt. Yeah, from the ground up. He's yeah. the bionic man. Post-plastic surgery. Um, yeah, all plastic surgery and Grecian formula. Yeah. <laughs> They and just mixed like creatine and silicone <laughs> and Botox together in a cauldron. Um, and he, and the worst thing that Sylvester Stallone does is, I don't mind that he dyes his hair. The problem is he dyes his eyebrows. And that's how you can really tell, like, uh, d- dyed eyebrows never look right. right There's always yeah. like an un- uncanny valley going on with dyed <laughs> Like, something's wrong. Because even if you have, like, black hair, it's very rare that you're... Like, usually your eyebrows are just a little bit lighter. There's something going on. But yeah. especially, like, there's a lot of colors going on in your eyebrows. And right. they feather out, you know? They sort of, like, fade away. <laughs> like a Instead line. of being just, like, lines. <laughs> or, you know, trapezoids above your eyes. <laughs> um, anyway... So we're in Silver Age, Stallone hotness. Yeah. So maybe that's why everyone's looking. Yeah. Like, all the women are like, who's that hot guy? And all the men are like, I'm bi-curious all of a sudden. Yeah. Well, but, so in the hospital, he comes in right, and sorry. he doesn't got really... got off on queer they, studies. I feel, <laughs> I feel like they started... The Kinsey scale is an interesting <laughs> thing. I feel like they started looking at him weird, even before he says who he's there to see. It's just kind of weird. Right. So, everyone's like, who's this But brother? then he's like, oh, I'm here to see uh, whatever her name is. And then... Mrs. They, Hawk. And then they're kind of like... <laughs> Uh, you need to the talk nurse to is the, just completely. She's like, she's like, oh, I don't, I don't think I can. He's never like, had a sick or dying or dead patient in this hospital. <laughs> Everyone healthy here. Everyone's fine. Everyone's here for checkups. Everyone's called, got tennis, tennis elbow. I don't yeah, know what you're here checkup for. Checkup memorial is what it's called. This is the sprained ankle wing. What can I help you with? And then you see him like go over to the doctor and like, oh, I'm not dead. <laughs> and, then, of course, the, <laughs> and the the doctor comes in looking like John Watson from Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> he's got like a split mustache and everything. Yeah, uh, and he's. Like looking at him like a dinosaur just uh, walked in. You know she's dead, right? Uh, she's dead. We called none of the family, so I don't know why you're here. <laughs> we put a sign up. <laughs> Mrs. Hawks is dead. They have like it's like turn a, your car around. There's just a guy at the gate. Turn your car around. She's dead. <laughs> it's like an airport. They have a sign. It's like Mrs. Hawk room. Blah blah blah. Dead departures here. Delayed. Arrivals here. Mrs. Hawk dead. Dead. Um, so yeah, so she dies, and uh, he's the son is obviously, obviously every everybody's really and upset. immediately the son like blames Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. It's hard to really like understand the son because he seems to make progress and then immediately revert back every right. time. Like it's back to square one, like I said, and he's like, "If you hadn't picked me up, I would have gotten to see her, and it's all your fault." I'm like, right. eh, I don't think that's that one didn't bother me as much because like you know it's a little kid dealing with grief, and you ought to you know often like turn your turn it the wrong way and he probably would have been really upset and it was immediately after he found out i guess if you're gonna like coddle this kid whose mom just died i guess (laughs) that's fine you're gonna coddle this (laughs) preteen whose mother died um so then uh the kid just runs into a taxi, and the taxi driver, being a proper professional, drives off while the father is obviously right there screaming, No, Mike, Mike, no. Um, and I guess the kid See, then later, goes to, to. You definitely have money, don't you, kid? <laughs> right. <laughs> this all checks. You've got a wallet that doesn't have Velcro on it, correct? <laughs> Um, so he goes to Robert Loge's house, and Robert Loge's won the game. Yeah, and so uh, Stallone goes there to to get his son, get his back, son back. Drives up to the gate, which is closed, and he's like, like this is this is like primo, like a perfect microcosm of the movie." He's like, "I'd like to see my cock, please." And the guy's like, "Get out!" Get the out the, of here. the gate guy is like, "Get out of here!" 
And he's like, you're not I'd welcome like to here. See, I'd like to see my cock. And he's like, <laughs> stop saying my cock. <laughs> he doesn't say that. I'd like to see my cock. <laughs> Look down then. Look down. You don't have. You're a, in good shape. Yeah, you can. You've see got it. abs. You, you can, can see, see your cock. You're not like me arching his back backwards. But it's weird. It's like Loja gave his gate guys a picture of Stallone, and we're like, "Be rude to this guy." <laughs> if this guy comes in, not only don't let him in, but be a complete dick to him. <laughs> um. So, uh, I guess that's that. Like, yeah, so well, that's Stallone's this, just like, I guess this, I'll just go into my one ton big rig and just go into this, reverse. Yeah, this, the uh, gate's closed. Uh, what could I possibly nothing do? Else to do here. This is a poorly scripted action ish movie. Yeah, really? So I ish. guess yeah. it's like an, I think it might be the first action drama I've ever seen. Yeah, it's the Draction. Yeah, Draction. It's definitely like... It doesn't get 80, much Draction either. It's like 80-20 drama action, really. Yeah, it's, it's really weird. It's not pretty much action. Um, so he goes into reverse. Action. And then, wait a minute. You think he's reversing his truck. I'll see you later. Nope. He's going forward through the gate. Blam. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> and he just keeps going. He goes over. And this is a great thing because it's like 80s like version of what Rich is. So there's yeah. like Grecian statues Fountains. in the lawn. Yeah. A fountain that he's like crashing through. It's like a complete like... What rich person is actually doing this these days? <laughs> um, like going crashing through Scrooge McDuck, McDuck's <laughs> mansion. Um, so he crashes through the front door. Yeah. Truck's fine, by the way. I know you were concerned. Yeah. Doing fine. It's a cool truck. And the kid. Knocks the front door wearing, off. Wearing a well-placed Adidas shirt. Yep. Um, and Robert Loge's like, what the hell are you doing? Which is a fair question. Robert Loge's full of fair questions. Yeah. What, are you, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. Do you think you can really get away with this? Also valid. <laughs> Do you think I'm just going to hand over the kid? And now, like, you've ruined what standing you had for He custody. had a perfectly legitimate yeah. custody case. The mother's dead. I'm the father. I make a living. Give me the kid. That's yeah. That's his custody case. And they even said that in right. the movie. His lawyers, uh, Loge's right. lo- uh, um, lawyers come to him and they're like, we got nothing. He's right. going to win a custody case if, if this happens. So, so Robert Loja said, gee, God, I hope he crashes his truck through my <laughs> front door because that's the only way we could possibly win this case. Um, and that's what happens. And so he loses the kid. The kid um, can't go with him. He goes to jail. Yep. Um, and... Uh, there is told that he, he's lost his custody battle pretty yeah, much. The he lawyer comes to visit to, him. And I guess he's forced to sign papers yeah. saying Michael's now Robert Loge's kid. Well, and Michael, the the kid comes and says, you know, it's over. I'm gonna, I'd am gonna. i rather live with my grandfather. Which, which, you know, reasonably, being a reasonable yeah. uh, father says, Again, oh, okay, if this is what you want. There's no fine. home that he yeah. can go to. Yeah. So he signs, agrees to it or something, and then... And right around the time where you were saying, there's a lot less arm wrestling in this movie than I remember, Yeah, boom! International arm wrestling tournament held at the Hilton. So once he gets out of jail, he sells his truck... Inexplicably sells his truck. $7,000. Right. Uh, I guess to get the entry fee to the international arm wrestling uh, competition. But, surprise, surprise... The first prize is a, a truck. Oddly <laughs> specific big rig, a $250,000 big rig. Which is like, if anyone else were competing, they're like, I guess, what's the cash I, value on I the truck? I guess I could sell it. Yeah. I guess I could. Plus is eBay invented cash. yet? Or like, what's, what are my options? <laughs> Do we have eBay yet? <laughs> is that a thing yet? 
Um, so he goes to the arm wrestling competition, and what this people, is where it... What do people do before Craigslist and eBay? Did you just, like, stand with your thing and be like... No, you put your for sale sign on the... Anybody on, want on this the, big rig? <laughs> you put your for sale sign under the windshield wiper, and you park it in the front of your car, in your front it, of your house. Put it in an auto trader. <laughs> right. Um, so now he's... And this this is where the movie sort of turns into a mockumentary, almost. Yeah, they start doing they interviews. do interviews with the various contestants in the, um, in the competition, and they're all sort of... In Improvised, and they're all fine, except for Stallone's, which are all horrible. It's all like, uh, it's like I guess. I don't even care. I just want the truck. Which is weird that he says that he doesn't care because he sold his own truck to get into this competition to win another truck. So it yeah. seems like he's breaking even. So it's really the only thing he'd be gaining would be the notoriety. So I feel like he does want to win. Yeah. And um, it's a, a much... I guess it's a better truck. Yeah. I mean, there's no reason that he would expect that his son would be impressed not, by this. I'll tell you what. It's not going to have a weight-lifting pulley system already set up in there. You're going to have to Yeah, you're going to have to do that yourself. And who knows how much that costs. Yeah. I mean, you 10. would know because you did it on your last truck. Of course I did. Yeah. Oh, wait. Are you're you talking playing about Sylvester Stallone? <laughs> I thought you were talking about me, which... <laughs> Also true. Um, In the many big rigs that I've owned. So now the kid loves his father again because it's, you know, every 20 minutes it switches. So the kid loves his father again and he steals a a car from Robert Loge's garage, crashes... Well, he doesn't crash through the gate because there is no gate now. Yeah, um, he, which is he a good callback. Yeah, yeah. There's 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 a the, guy's there's like welding, guys welding the gate back onto the yeah. thing. He drives to the airport. The airport allows the child without any guardian or probably well, he ID. Did the, the classic. I want a, a supercut of people just saying, oh, "Keep it." To cars when they oh yeah he just leaves the car and the, and the guy goes you can't park your car here and he goes uh, you can keep it and right. tosses them he the saw, keys throws the keys to the the policeman um or the the, the so he was immediately attendant. arrested because that's it's a bum and this is post nine eleven <laughs> no false oh. he was able to walk straight up oh, okay. to the plane get on the luggage um apparently little, bought a ticket somewhere or something. I guess somewhere got on the luggage bag what have you and then loaded onto a plane to Vegas um and um. Met his father at the arm wrestling tournament? Yeah, he sneaks uh, by. Loja's got some people at the airport. That's when he goes to the luggage, like, right. jumps on a luggage cart, comes up the the baggage claim carousel, then runs. No, he's to cab? I don't remember. He gets to the... Uh, he gets to the arm wrestling it's tournament in Vegas. somehow. I don't yeah. know where Loja's place is. We, we guessed Florida, but I, I, <laughs> it's got to be closer than that, right? Well, it seems like there seemed like a lot of uh, weird, arbitrary rules in this the thing where it was like, if you're the screenwriter, why don't you just make Robert Loja's places closer right. to Vegas than it is instead yeah. of having to have the kid drive to the airport and <laughs> take a plane to Vegas. Um Anyway, so the kid's now at the arm wrestling tournament looking for his dad, and uh, there's a referee who is constantly explaining the rules of the tournament. <laughs> this is a double elimination tournament. You gotta If you lose once, you still have a chance. Right. They keep saying, like it said three times, and yeah. we're like, we get it. Yeah. He's going to lose once so that the stakes are higher. We get it. And of course, he loses once. All the guys over. are like ridiculously... They all look like, I guess, wrestling guys. No neck, heads, all right. deltoid. Their body is 100% deltoid. <laughs> all deltoid, um, this one. I said that this movie might turn me straight because the men were so disgusting looking. <laughs> they were all muscular, but in the most unsexy way possible. Very veiny. Yeah, very veiny and very, like, just all muscle. There was no, like, connective tissue. It was just, like, <laughs> one giant muscle. Um, they look like... <laughs> 
They look like sea stars. They don't. They don't look like. <laughs> they don't look like men. Um, so what am I getting at? Uh, they get he all gets to a the lot tournament. of weirdness. Yeah, and it's like weird interviews, and then of course, yeah, he loses once and he hurts his arm, kind of. So you're not sure how he's going to do, and then yeah. uh-huh. blah blah blah. He, well, he hurts his arm, and then like some guy comes up and he's like, Robert Loja wants to see you in the presidential suite. I'm just gonna <laughs> that's his character's name, Robert Loja, and he's like, Okay, I'll be there. Okay, I'll be there. Wait, Randy. When's my next match? 30 minutes. 30 minutes? Okay, I'll be there. Yeah. And then uh, he goes up. This is another great microcosm of a scene because Robert Losha offers him a new big rig, $500,000 to stay out of Mike's life. And he's so literally and he more, more than the grand prize right, exactly. of the arm wrestling tournament. Uh, and all he has to do is not see his son he can again, still, which is what he's been doing. He can also still win the tournament and take this. <laughs> right, exactly. He didn't say, um, he just said, stay away from my son. That's all he said. Yeah, so. Or my grandson. So he rejects that, and then he's about to walk out, and one of the the toughs, one of Robert Loja's henchmen, Mr. is like, "Hey, Loja's Mr. Loja's talking to you," and he's like, Get, oh, "Well, I'm done talking to him." And he's like, "When Mr. Loja, ta- I don't know what he says, but he pushes him through a glass door. <laughs> like like glass it's this movie is explodes. like there's no action in this action movie. We need to." Pump in some gate crashing, yeah. men falling through windows, anything. Like, they had to, like, sort of just throw in some action just yeah. to, to remind you that this is a Stallone movie and not an Oscar-nominated drama. <laughs> not that it would be Oscar-nominated. Anyway. Uh, it was, actually. Once he pushes him <laughs> Can you imagine? Yes. Um, once he pushes him through the window, he goes back down to the tournament. Consequence-free violence. Right. Ex- yeah, it's all consequence-free. No worries here. You just got released from prison and just pushed a a man through a window um anyway he okay can i just say he wins yeah he wins the tournament (laughs) i'm like do i have to keep yeah there's this one guy that we saw earlier bruiser bruiser or bowser or bluto or something he is like he's like in one of his like documentary confessionals he's like i like breaking people's arms that's what i I do i like uh driving truck wrestling arm and break wrestling arm (laughs) and then like while while tying a woman to a train track (laughs) i imagine like just like like the other guys the other guys are like i just like arm wrestling and he's like i like destroying people's bodies in the process when when they're doing their final wrestling thing he like punches like uh, with, yeah. with, their, with their arms together he punches Sylvester Stallone in the face so he's like gonna bleeding which seemed like we need to like make it bloody in but some then as way soon, as soon as Sylvester Stallone wins he's like alright good job yeah it's he like was very, sort of like, like oh, I event. guess I was good sportsmanship was good all around match. and then of course when he wins they get strapped together yeah um, and so, and he does, of course, I mean, the big moment is he does the over the top, which right. is, which is, I don't know. It's weird that it's they, fine. I mean, that's what he's been doing in almost every match. So I don't know why they made a big, big yeah. deal of it. Um, and then the kid like jumps up and he picks him up and he holds him over his shoulders and he gets the uh, trophy. And then there's like this weird moment where Robert Loja is just sort of like giving him yeah. a look, like shaking his head and going, you son of a bitch. I guess you are a good father. And it was just like, and then it fades to the last scene where it shows him like getting into his newly won truck. We're going to call, like, call our new business Hawkinson. But I'm like, uh, so is like custody worked out? cool, I guess. I like to imagine that a judge would have just run into the middle. Of, and by the way, this arm wrestling tournament also. So it was a custody dispute. You win custody of your son. I'm also a judge sanctioned by the state of Nevada. You didn't realize, but you just won custody of your son and a big rig. 
Um, it's weird because that's a, I feel like it's a very it's a watered down, shittily done version, but it's kind of a very quintessentially eighties thing, which is like whatever the thing is at the end, whatever the contest is. Once you win that, right. everything works. Everything out. falls into place. All the yeah, all the conflicts you had are resolved. Mm-hmm. The bully's never gonna fight you again because you kicked him in the face. Right. Or whatever. Exactly. Like, uh, I'm thinking of Karate Kid. Obviously. No. Right. Sure. Um, but. There's three things about this movie. Okay, that's that's the movie, right? We've, yeah, that's the... I mean, they win. So, three things I was kind of surprised by. Um, a lot less arm wrestling than I expected. Yeah. Uh, did not remember the kid... I wanted. I want to say subplot, but it was the plot. I didn't yeah. remember the plot at all. <laughs> and uh, the hat played almost no role in this, other than yeah. one uh, Sylvester Stallone. He didn't use that as a rallying thing. That's he just like not, how he starts. It's just how the, he does it. He just turns his hat around to start wrestling. And he did say um, at one point in the Talking Head interview, like in the fake documentary part yeah. of it, he said, oh, when I, turn, when I turn my hat around, it's like a, it's like a switch, and I become a, like, a, like a truck, like a machine. Your Stallone voice sounds kind of uh, like Elvis Presley meets Woody Allen. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Uh, okay, You're a sorry. kind and beautiful woman. Uh, <laughs> uh, she's a bit of a flippity dibbit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> something Sylvester Stallone would say. Sure, yeah. Um, what else? What, uh, what else you got? Uh, I guess. I mean, we can go to our final. Uh, our. I don't verdict or what have yeah, you. This is bad. Uh, this is a bad movie, and it feels like everyone involved agrees. This, yeah, it it was like it didn't even. I, it's not, not a very even, good action movie. It's yeah. not a very good drama. It's not funny ever. Everyone's just sort of the kid is sort of the kid probably gives the best performance of the movie. Yeah, and he's pretty bad. He's not that. I didn't think in terms of kid actors yeah, he was that right. bad. Yeah, Robert Loesch is just sort of like I guess I'll just do my he's Robert Loesch chewing scenery all yeah. over the place. Yeah, but I, I I gotta say like a lot of times like bad stuff. When we just watched uh, Punky Brewster, like that made me like mad after a yeah, while. Yeah, that was like, like this one was like fine. It was like I just didn't care. It was but we so, did watch hours. Uh, you know, considering hours, we watched more Punky Brewster that's than true. this. It's, it's probably partially a time thing, but like it also is like it didn't even care enough. For me to get upset about it, where right. you're just like the movie, you're like, oh, we made this movie, and I'm like, oh, I guess I'll watch it. Yeah, and then you watch it, and you're like, okay. It did seem like they wrote it. I mean, I really do stick to the more I think about it. Every action sequence, aside from the arm wrestling, I guess if you want to count that as an action sequence, yeah. At the end, every action sequence was just thrown in there and seemed to have no consequences. Yeah, yeah. because they just—I feel like they just sort of stapled it in there. Like, ah, here's one. The the kid will be kidnapped and retrieved almost instantaneously. And I mean, honestly, I am just assuming that Robert Loja kidnapped him because I—I I thought for it a minute explained. maybe it was the arm wrestling people, but they don't seem as vindictive. Yeah. as... Yeah, I originally they get over thought. it really quickly. But Robert Loge, I guess, is trying to kidnap the kid, which also seems like it would put a hurt on your custody hearing, right. Mr. Loge. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I mean, he goes to prison, but he's almost immediately released after crashing his truck through the gate. And his truck is fine. After driving into, like, a giant stone mansion, his car is fine. Well, um, it is a semi. It's a pretty big semi. I mean, it's true, but, I mean, still, you'd get dinged up, I oh, would imagine. Yeah, yeah. I w- uh, and then, of course... Uh, What's the other action sequence? Oh, pushing that guy pushing through the, the, the glass door. Well, and I guess that, that's a lot of Robert Loja, like, letting him off the hook, because that was the sort of thing, like, you sign these custody papers, uh, I won't press charges, because that was all on private property. And right. And you drove. 
<laughs> he assaulted someone. Right. So I guess he also let him off the hook for, you know, killing, slicing his uh, um, security guard with I imagine he's window. fine. I hope he's fine. I mean, he's just doing his job. Yeah. He's not the one to be angry at, if Stallone. Dickishly, but still, just yeah. doing his job. Yeah. Uh, it's really weird. Um, the consequences were really weirdly aligned in this movie, whereas, like, they seem like for the first arm wrestling battle when he's in, um, uh, in just in the in the bar when he comes to Crusher or whatever. Yeah, it's like it's set up like it's going to be this big thing. and He's this big bully, and then he beats them, and it's like, not nah, right. Yeah, it's fine. Here's your bond. Yeah, excuse me again. It's like there was it's like there was a different movie that was supposed to happen. Yeah, and the kid finds all the letters, I guess, and that also sort of becomes like. Almost like an afterthought. They're like, oh, he found the mom's letters that she was keeping. We won't explain why she was keeping them. And I feel like in screenwriting, it was just like, why don't you just make the kid not give a shit about the letters? Why don't you make the kid resentful of the father for not being around? It just seemed like they made, they added a lot of elements that just seemed unnecessary. Yeah, it was really strange. Um, Yeah, the the motivation, the mom's motivation was really strange. It sounds like someone said, let's make a movie about arm wrestling. How can we make arm wrestling one of the dumbest, I mean, it's not even really a sport. It's something people just do. Right. You know, uh, well, how can we do of, that? We're going to get a lot of emails from the arm wrestling community. Oh, yeah. The, the very strong arm wrestling community. Well, they are very strong. No, yeah. They arm wrestle. At least one arm is. <laughs> <laughs> I want to put this challenge out there right now. Anybody listening? You can totally be. <laughs> yeah, arm there's no challenge. I'd like to put this anti challenge out My there. My mother now. could be me in arm wrestling. Right. It has. I'm sure. <laughs> um,. Yeah, this it seems like how do we add stakes to arm wrestling? And they're like, I it guess does we could like, get like a, a strange son in there, maybe. It does seem a little maybe bit a like custody a, dispute, um, like a uh, directed almost to kids. The movie was like written, for kids, except it of. wasn't because it's about estranged fathers and yeah, sons. Like, but you know, like the uh, it was kind of you know bloodless, violent, but not that violent, not that actiony, but like a little bit of action. Plus, it's got Stallone, so people be like, yeah. Right, but then it was it was very strange. Like it, it's a movie that didn't know what it was trying to be, and so it just became like yeah. a watered down shitty action movie. Yeah, it was pretty shitty. Um, yeah, so I mean, it's not even. I, I wouldn't even recommend it for ironic viewing. I no, would just say, no, it's not. Don't watch this. It's shit. Yeah, don't watch it. And I guess. I Go watch to... Oscar instead. It has Tim Curry and that, and that father fish. from the, that seventies oh. show. <laughs> I. I guess I had some affection for this because I remembered it and I remember the hat thing. So, yeah, my inner child was an idiot just for yeah. that. Your because, inner child was an idiot. Because don't my watch this. As well. No. No good. <laughs> uh, what do you think? You can email us at yourinnerchildisanidiot at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at Y-I-C-I-A-I. Damon's on Twitter at, at Damon Zanth. Yes. A-N-T-H. And you're at DJ Phillips. That's right. Um, my website is djphillips.com. Uh, Damon has an excellent comic, Drewford, at drewfordcomic.com. Uh, what else we have? We got Facebook. You're on, we're on Facebook. We're on um, Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. I, I do want to mention, I, I've been meaning to the last couple episodes, uh, my friend Grace Stepp gave me some uh, good advice on helping to mix 
Uh, any suggestions you have uh, on that kind of stuff, technical stuff, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing either. So we'll take that too at your inner child. If you have any complaints, now's the time to air them. Yeah, we're, we're very receptive to that kind of stuff. Uh, once again, thanks to your friend Jeremy for the uh, program uh, idea of doing a little bit of thoughts beforehand before we watch the thing. And I think it's working out well. Yeah, we like it. Yeah, I like doing it because we eventually start talking about nonsense. Yeah, which is my favorite thing to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's it. Uh, you got anything else, Damon? No. I right. was trying to think of something to improvise out, and I don't have anything. Mm, we got nothing. Over the top. Over Sammy Hagar singing. Uh, uh, oh, that's our, uh, that's our show. Uh, <laughs> yeah, later. <sighs> Yo. I want to see my cock. <laughs> I'm still thinking about a French theater showing fear. Le fear, le fear. Uh, she gets a uh, finger banged on a roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> it is uh, to the the sound of the Sundays singing "Fade Into You." It's really, it's uh, technically well done. No, it's, that guy uh, from CSI is her father. <laughs> <laughs>